The RSPCA is famous for rescuing pets and wildlife from sticky situations. In 2010 alone, we rescued and collected more than 130,000 animals. But did you know the RSPCA also has teams of specially trained inspectors who can carry out rope rescues to save livestock and pets that become stranded on hazardous cliff faces and perilous mountain ledges? Yeah, we can get it up to this leg, Warren. Wait, 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 hold. You RSPCA Inspector Richard Abbott has carried out more than 100 such rescues during his career and he's also responsible for training other officers in rope rescue techniques. I joined Richard on his patch in West Wales to find out more about life, often quite literally, on the edge with an RSPCA rescue team. As I said, I'm an RSPCA inspector, so I do a variety of... Uh... Uh, of jobs within the RSPCA, my main one being investigation of cruelty, uh, but I specialise in uh, rescue work, especially rope rescue work um, and ladder work. Uh, and uh, for that very reason, I I, I find myself uh, in an area where there's quite a few rescues uh, during a year, and I think I've probably done well over a hundred uh, rope rescues now over the last uh, 15 years. And um, uh, yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a good and quite active and a busy team. Uh, probably the busiest in um, Britain at the moment for rope rescue work uh, for animals. Uh, we have um, about 15, 10 to 15 rope rescues a year, um, and the majority of those would be livestock, would be sheep, uh, cattle, and sometimes horses that have fallen off cliffs. Uh, and we work in two separate areas, realistically. We work on the coastline here in West Wales and also in some of the inland quarries in South Wales near the valleys uh, where there are sheep grazing those areas. But definitely sheep probably take the majority of the calls um, and sometimes it'll just be one sheep on a ledge stuck and other times it'll be four or five or six stuck on a ledge. When RSPCA rescue teams are called into action, they often find themselves tackling challenging terrain previously untouched by humans. Each individual rescue has to be carefully planned to ensure both the animal and inspectors remain unscathed. Uh, logistically, every rescue throws in the odd spanner, but um, the bigger the ledge, the more the animal will move. And we have to bear in mind now, this is livestock. They're not normally used to human contact, so as a result, we... Um, we find ourselves having to chase the sheep to be able to catch them. On a small ledge, they've got less room to move. They're easier for us to catch, and they're less likely to get stressed and jump. On a big ledge, uh, they're able to move around and they get stressed out more, more adrenaline kicks into their system, and they're more likely then to take risks and try and jump. Right, time's coming your way. I've got it. That's it. Well done, Simon. Do you want bags on my left-hand side? Do you want to take her? Their main risk to them is starvation. Um, they've normally eaten everything on the uh, ledge that they're on uh, by the time we come across them. Uh, so starvation is their main thing. And obviously, if they try and jump when we're trying to rescue them, it's the, it's the injury from the fall. The, the biggest headache that we would have as in, inspectors trying to rescue it would be uh, slips and loose rocks. So we, we're not rescuing animals from a nice concrete wall somewhere. 
where people train to do abseiling techniques. We're rescuing them on, on areas that have probably never been touched by humans before. Uh, pebbles, boulders are all likely to fall on us. In fact, I've had my head split open before by a stone that's hitting me um, just b- below the helmet line uh, above the eye. And it, um, you know, it happens. Uh, some of the guys have had bangs and trips and falls and scratches are regular. You know, it's not pretty doing these rescues. It's quite hard work and uh, quite often we'll come away with a few scrapes. Like most things, the changing seasons can bring different challenges for the RSPCA rope rescue teams who've started to spot some familiar trends with the nature of their call-outs. We tend to find, certainly here in, in Wales, and I can imagine it must be the same in Cornwall, that during the late autumn and winter we will get the majority of our calls as sheep are moved off the mountains in, in uh, north and mid Wales and brought down to the coastal land in Pembrokeshire to graze the cliff tops. Um, obviously the weather is warmer which is why the farmers have moved them down but you've also got a Pembrokeshire coastal path that runs the whole length of the coastal uh, area of, of Pembrokeshire and, and, and this brings in an awful lot of walkers who will spot sheep when they do get stuck uh, and therefore the call goes via the Coast Guard and then to us nine times out of ten. And it isn't just sheep that the RSPCA rope rescue teams are called out to save. We've had dogs off cliffs, we've had dogs down ravines uh, it's it not normally is something that we get to do that often because the Coast Guard are very nervous of owners going over the edge of the cliff after their dogs and as a result we they tend to go straight over uh, rather than uh, have to rescue the owner of the animal later um, but certainly we've had calls to horses that have fallen off the cliffs uh, we've had uh, calls to multiple cattle that have been driven off the cliffs by dogs and have fallen down um, uh, and again, each one of these types of animals presents us with a different headache, a different logistical problem. Uh, but we've always been able to rescue them, um, and we have the resources and the backing of the RSPCA to to be able to get the right people there. I, you know, I, I say things like um, veterinary surgeons. Uh, to be honest, if we needed two or three veterinary surgeons, then, then we would get two or three veterinary surgeons. If we need um, Coast Guard teams, fire service, you know, we'll call upon them. They're willing to help us out. Uh, anybody that would cost us for specialists, if that's what we needed, we'd get. Um, so it's a great support to know that we've got the RSPCA behind us to be able to push the teams forward and to be able to get these animals out of these situations. I don't think there's anything you couldn't throw at us that we couldn't deal with. Great rescues like those carried out by Richard and his colleagues are not quick jobs, though. Changing weather conditions, tricky locations and practical considerations mean it can be several days before an animal can be reached. We'll have people coming over to do rescues on the west coast of Wales that will have travelled three hours or more um, to, to do a rescue. And, and you, can't, you can't expect us to drop everything. We're, we're investigating thousands of complaints of cruelty. We're, we're picking up injured animals that are stuck in all sorts of different situations, from a hedgehog down a drain. And that's as equally an important a rescue as the sheep off a cliff. It's an as equal amount of danger as that sheep off a cliff. And there just isn't enough of us to be able to do everything. So we're not an emergency service. We have an emergency line so that the public can get hold of us and we can get the information. But um, just being a little patient with us, we, we, we're not in this job to leave animals in situations of danger. We want to help out. We want to get stuck in. Um, but at times, there are other pressures that prevent us from getting there as quick as we would like. The majority of sheep we, we, we genuinely feel are 
will have been driven off the edge of the cliff by a dog. Now it could be that that dog was in perfect control by the owner, but off the lead. And, and that will be enough to frighten the sheep over the edge of that cliff. I think it's very frustrating speaking to the farmers as well, how often they see people walking dogs on the coastal pass with a dog not on the lead. Um, and I think the most important message I would get to people is get your dog on a lead, keep it under control, especially when there are sheep around. Um, and if you do see something that's stuck on a, on a cliff ledge, speak to the farmer if you know where the farmer is, or if in doubt, ring the Coast Guard or the RSPCA. Despite the efforts of the RSPCA's rogue rescue teams, they are often met with mixed reactions from members of the public. Many are either concerned that they aren't acting fast enough, or question whether they should even be rescuing stricken livestock at all. For Richard and the rope rescue teams though, often it's just another part of their already busy days on the RSPCA front line. You do get some people saying this is a lot of fuss for a sheep. Um, other people are, are, are relieved that you're there and doing something about it. They may well have not called the RSPCA but they're very aware of the, the situation and, and some people will stay up all night worrying about the fact that there's a sheep stuck on a cliff. Um, you know, even in the past before, we've, we, we've had complaints written uh, about us because we didn't get to a sheep rescue within two days. Um, and that was mainly because of the weather and personnel. Um, and that was from a community, just because there was one sheep off a cliff. The community got behind the situation and, and really pushed us to, to get that sheep rescued early. I think we ended up working on a boxing day just to try and get that sheep off there. It was a real struggle, but we had to put our health and safety and the personnel first. So... Um, but other times you'll have people very dismissive of the fact that all this fuss and the fact that we're risking ourselves just for a sheep seems immaterial. But, you know, with the RSPCA, we can't... It doesn't matter what animal it is. If it's in a place of, of jeopardy and danger, then we will do what we can to rescue it. If you spot an animal in danger, you can call the RSPCA all year round, 24 hours a day, on 0300 1234 999. Keep visiting the RSPCA website to stay up to date with the latest animal welfare news and for more podcasts from the nation's biggest animal welfare charity.